0: Hey everyone, and welcome to the Renew Your Mind podcast for faith-driven entrepreneurs. I am your host, Kieran Linehan. If you are new here, as always, I just wanna say welcome, thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend here. I am a business coach, and I'm here to help you grow your business and also improve your internal emotional experience of entrepreneurship, meaning how do you actually feel day-to-day, stressed or at peace as you run your business and as you pursue this call that God has put on your life? So that's what I do. I help entrepreneurs in a number of ways. One is right here on the podcast. Another is via one-on-one coaching. And then the third is in something that's called the Oasis, which is where I provide group coaching for groups of three to five faith-driven entrepreneurs in small pods. I talk about it in detail in episode 66. So if you haven't listened to that, you can always go back and listen to find out the details. It's something that you can join at any time. There's no application window. And so as soon as you're interested in joining The Oasis, you can book a discovery call and be on a coaching call, getting coached directly by me on your business within that next week. And one last note for those of you who are new here, I generally recommend heading back to the beginning of this podcast and starting from those early episodes, especially if you are newer in your business. I would say head back to the beginning, listen all the way through until now. If you're more established in business, I'd say listen to those first one through five or six episodes, and then from there, you can hop to the episodes that seem most relevant for you. Now, today, we're going to dive into the episode bank for part two of one of the most popular series that I've done on this podcast, and it's a two-part series that originally released about nine or 10 months ago, and it's about timeless marketing principles and practices that underlie all great marketing. So part one was about this idea that you are not primarily selling the drill, aka whatever product or service you offer, you're actually primarily selling the hole that the drill can create, meaning the end result that people get when they work with you. And so today you're going to hear part two of this series where we will dig into the how. How do you sell the hole on a practical level, as well as how do you position yourself and your services as the bridge between where your ideal client is now and where they want to be. So enjoy this episode and as always, be thinking about how you can implement it and put it into practice today. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Renew Your Mind podcast. I'm your host Kieran Lanahan. As always, really thrilled and just blessed to have you here with me, spending some time. I hope you all had a great weekend here in New Jersey. It was 98 degrees on Saturday, and then 95 on Sunday. And so wherever you are, I know I had some family in Colorado who had six to 12 inches of snow. Wherever you were, wherever you are, uh, I hope that you all had a great weekend, regardless of your weather situation. Uh, we also had some family in town over the weekend. It was a pretty special time. My sister was visiting. Uh, my wife's brothers were in town as well, and our kiddos were dedicated at our new church home. So many of you know we recently moved, and with that, we were kind of looking for a church to call home. And we've really gotten plugged into just a, an amazing community of people. And it was just a really special time. We had uh, just a time of us to share a little bit about our kiddos, and then. We had a moment where the church was able to come around us and a couple other families who were having kids dedicated and just lay their hands on us and to pray for us, to pray for our family, as well as to make some commitments um, to one, holding us accountable as parents, as well as just commitments to support us. Because if you're a parent or if you know kids or if you've been a kid, you know that it takes a village uh, to raise kids. And uh, that's a very real thing. And we feel really blessed to have a community of both family and friends and brothers and sisters in Christ to help us do this parenting thing with. And I think in many ways, business is the same way. It's not something that we're meant to do alone, which is why I love what I do and love to come alongside of entrepreneurs, both in a one-on-one way. And then I've got some exciting things to share over the coming months uh, where we'll be creating some community for faith-driven entrepreneurs to to walk this journey together. And so with that, I want to dive in. If you haven't listened to last week's episode, episode 31, I just wanna have you hit pause on this one and actually head back to listen to it because we're gonna be building very specifically on what we talked about. Last week in episode 31, we were talking about taking your marketing to the next level. But before we dove into that content, I was reminding us that marketing isn't just a business skill set that you wanna develop as an entrepreneur, but that marketing is actually an issue of stewardship, right? If God called you to the work that you're doing and you provide a service that is good for the world, good for your people, good for your clients, then you have a call to market your services with excellence and to market it well, right? An extreme example, if you had the cure for cancer, you have an obligation to the world to be really good at marketing that and spreading the word and getting it out there because that's actually the most loving thing that you can do. Colossians chapter 3 verse 23 says, whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men. The phrase that we translate as work heartily, which is not a word I ever hear used in conversations today in 2022, but the, the phrase that we translate work heartily comes from the Greek phrase, ek suhe, and if you, if anybody out there speaks Greek or knows Greek and uh, wants to correct me on the pronunciation of that, I did my best using YouTube and Google to, to hear how that's pronounced. Let me know if I'm getting that totally wrong. But the phrase is ek suhe, meaning from the soul, as in work from the soul. And I think that resonates with me a lot deeper than the word heartily, which is why I love looking at the original languages because there's often so much context and meaning that we can miss. But when it comes to marketing your services, work at it from the soul, do it with excellence as if you weren't just representing your company, but as if you were doing it for God. Like actually imagine, picture if he was your boss and you had regular meetings with him to review how it's going. How much harder would you work at your marketing? How much more would you want to hone it and improve it? My guess is that your absolute best would come out. And so guess what? We actually do work for God. We are his ambassadors, his representatives to the world. And so today I want to dig even deeper into marketing with excellence and really build on what we talked about last week. So in episode 31, again, after framing marketing as being another form of stewardship, I introduced this idea that there's a difference between marketing a drill, like the tool, a drill, and the hole that the drill creates. In other words, you can primarily choose to market your services, AKA graphic design services, health coaching, product development, consulting, whatever it is, or you can choose to market the results that your ideal clients want and that you help people create. And so in this metaphor of the drill and the hole, your services are the drill, right? Working with you, that's the tool, that's the instrument the vehicle that helps people get the end result that they want. The results that your clients actually want is the hole. Nobody wants the drill for the sake of the drill. They want it for the impact that it has on their life, for the results, for the holes that it helps them create. And so the main takeaway from last episode is that you want to sell what people actually want, which is the end result, the transformation the thing that they really deeply value and care about, not your services, right? We want this to be centered around your ideal client and what they want. And at one point last episode, I asked you to think about the two to three key results that your ideal clients want that you help them create. And I said to emphasize those things in your marketing, right? So just some quick examples to run through. If you're a web designer, you're not selling web design services or 10 years of experience what you're actually selling is maybe a website that converts visitors into buyers, or you're selling more revenue or loyal customers or a larger email list. If you're a health and fitness coach, you don't sell meetings with you. You're not selling your time. You're primarily selling a transformation. You're selling the ability to lift a certain amount of weight or to run a race in a certain amount of time or to fit into old clothing again. You're selling the result. If you're a business consultant, you're not selling your hours or your time, you're selling a healthier culture and higher employee engagement. If you sell software as a service, you're not selling your product or its features. You're selling the time and frustration that your clients are gonna save by having effortless access to the data that they need to run their reports. Can you see those differences between selling the whole and selling the drill? Now, I have both a hope And a suspicion that there were some of you listening to last episode or even just that list of examples and thinking to yourselves, hold on, not so fast Kieran." In this framework, people don't just want website visitors to be buyers or a larger email list. They don't just want to fit into their clothes from five years ago or higher employee engagement or more revenue. There's actually more to that. Like, why did you stop there? And to that, I would say Exactly. They want something much deeper, and that's what we're here to talk about today. I wanted to do a flyover last week so that we can really dig in today, even behind those results, right? Because you're right, people don't just want website visitors to be buyers or to fit into their clothes from five years ago or more revenue. There are deeper, even deeper reasons underlying those results that people want. And so now we've transitioned from, all right, don't sell your services, you want to sell the end results. And now even beyond the results, we're going to dig even deeper into how you can do that. And so here's the agenda for today. First, I want to walk through a concept that I developed around marketing, and it's using this imagery of you being a bridge. And we'll talk about that in a second. Then I want to talk about the different layers of the human experience that you can speak to when you're marketing. I will bring you through an example to really drive those different layers and levels home. And then I'll just give you two really great tools to help you apply this to your marketing. So first, let's talk about a visual way to help you conceptualize, just big picture, the role that you play in marketing. And it's this idea of being a bridge. Now, this visual, again, this is high level, then we're gonna talk about the details of how to go about doing this right afterwards. So imagine this. You're standing at the top of a canyon, and it's beautiful. You look across the canyon, and you see somebody on the other side, and it's your ideal client, like your most ideal client person you'd love to work with. You see where they are right now, and you see them staring across the canyon to the other side. like That's where they want to be in their health, or their life, or their business, or whatever it is that you sell. They are longing to get there. They think about it all the time. They want it badly. They want to go to the other side of that canyon. And they can see a glimpse of what is on the other side, but you've actually been there. Like you know it intimately and you know that it's far better than they even imagine. And so as you see them longingly look across this gap, look across this canyon, you're filled with compassion for them. You want to see them reach the other side. But again, it's a canyon, so there's this huge gap. How can they get over there? They can hike or rappel down and then climb back up. Totally possible, but it would take a lot of time, a lot of effort to get there alone. They could try to jump, but they might not make it. It's a pretty big gap. Probably not the best idea. And then it clicks. You have the bridge. Your service is how they get from one side of the canyon to the other. From where they are to where they want to be. Do you see that? Do you feel compelled to show them the bridge to the thing that they actually want so badly? Do you see that their options are to try to jump across alone or to try to climb down and then climb back up, which will take them significantly longer and be way more difficult than it needs to be? Do you see that? Effective marketing isn't just calling yourself a bridge and saying, hey, I'm a graphic designer. I'm a this. I'm a that. I can help. It's about communicating three main things. Number one, I know exactly where you are right now. I get it. I understand you. Number two, I know exactly where you want to be. And number three, I have a bridge. And what you get on the other side is way more valuable than what you will pay to cross the bridge. So I want to dig into the three of these a little bit deeper, and then we're going to get into the heartbeat of this episode and talk about the different layers of the human being that you can speak to in your marketing. So your job with marketing is threefold. Number one, speak to their present moment. Show people that you understand their current state, their current reality. You get where they are now. You get how they're experiencing life today. Do you want people to know, like, and trust you? Show them that you understand them. You want people to interact with your marketing content and say, he gets me, she gets me. So number one, speak to their present. Number two, speak to their future, their desired state, where they want to be, who they want to be. Your ideal client has some picture in their mind of what things will be like once their problem is solved. Describe that picture in your marketing And again, people will say, he gets it. She gets it. He knows exactly what I'm after, exactly what I want. So number one, speak to the present moment. What is life like before they work with you? Number two, speak to their desired future state. What will it be like after they work with you and create the result that they want? And then number three, position yourself and your services as the bridge between number one and number two. Right, Number one and number two, say, hey, I get where you are now, intimately. I know where you want to be, intimately. I can help you get from point A to point B. Working with me is a bridge to get there. Here's how we'll make it happen. Or here are other bridges you've tried to cross and why they didn't get you there. Or here's why my bridge is different. Now, I want to reiterate a point that I made last episode. Last episode, I mentioned that it's not that we never talk about the details or knobs and buttons or features of our services. It's just that they can't be and they shouldn't be the primary focus of our marketing. Because at the end of the day, that's not what we're selling. We're not primarily selling a bridge. We're primarily selling the destination, the end result. And so when you're doing that, and when you are crystal clear on the end result that you're selling and you're doing that, that's when I would say, yes, go ahead and talk about your service as the bridge. You want to build confidence that your bridge will get them to the end result, right? By social proof, I've helped dozens of people cross this bridge and get to where you want to go. You want to build their confidence that it's leading them to the place that they want to be. And so it's not just about saying, hey, I'm a bridge, come cross it. People want to know if it's going where they want it to. They want to know if it's safe. And they want to know if others have successfully crossed it. And so, number one, speak to your ideal clients present. Show them that you get them. Number two, speak to their desired future. Show them that you get them. And number three, position working with you as a bridge to get from point A to point B. And think about what are the things that they would want to know before crossing the bridge? What questions would they have? What fears might they have? And then address those, answer those in your marketing. And so at a high level, that's marketing in a nutshell. Like If I were to give my brief summary of what marketing is, like that's a high-level framework that you can come back to, a visual you can come back to, to think about marketing. Are you doing those three things well? All right, now let's dig deeper. Now let's get into the heartbeat of this episode. I keep saying that you want to sell the result, But even within selling the result, there are a number of different layers that we can do that at. And so let's get more specific on what are these different levels or layers of a human being that you can market to. And then I wanna run through some examples and then we'll wrap up with a few simple tools that you can use to hone your marketing. So first, let's run through the different layers that there are to us as human beings, right? We're not just robots walking around executing things and doing things. There's more depth to us. So here are the different layers, then we'll go through an example. First, external actions. So there are observable behaviors, external actions that we take, that other people can see, and that we can speak to in our marketing. Then there are thoughts that go through our heads. There are just fleeting thoughts. And then there are also beliefs and the attitudes that we have and the perspectives that we have. There are also the emotions that we feel. The emotional state, the, the feelings that we experience as we go about doing things and thinking about things. There's the impact that something has on our lives. And then at the deepest level, I think of what it means to be human, there's our identity, there's our sense of self. It's who we see ourselves to be in the world and who we desire to see ourselves as in the world. So let's bring these layers to life using an example. Now, for this example, let's imagine that you are talking to an entrepreneur. They're two years into their business. They have children and they want to work less because they want to be able to attend more of their kids' events. So their business is stable, it's paying their bills, but they're working 50 hours a week and they'd much rather be working less than that. Now, we could speak to, and I'm going to toggle back and forth between calling out what is the layer that I'm speaking to and then. What is the actual example of something that you could be saying in your marketing, right? So you could speak to the external actions, the observable behaviors of this person, right? You could say, hey, are you working 50 hours a week? Or you could also say, hey, did you miss one of your son's t-ball games because you were on a client call? Now, you could also market to the thoughts that might be going through this person's head. Maybe you've thought to yourself, this isn't sustainable. I can't keep going on like this. Forever, something has to change. You can speak to the emotions that this person might be feeling, right? You could imagine that missing the game, maybe they miss his first ever hit and the guilt that they feel and maybe what that impact on their life has, right? Maybe they overcompensate by buying something for their kid because they don't know what to do, or maybe it impacted them because it made this person resentful towards the client that they were meeting with when they missed the game and it affected the quality of their work. Right, and then they beat themselves up for days. Right? Think about the impact that this has on their life. And then the deepest layer, identity and sense of self. Right? Quietly, there might be a voice for this person gnawing at them that's whispering, hey, you're not a good mom. You're not a good dad. You weren't even there to see his first hit. You missed his game to meet with a client. You're never going to get that opportunity again. Do you see how each layer is speaking to something slightly different in the human experience, but they all provide a different opportunity for your ideal client to connect to something very specific, to a specific example. And since I'm already talking about t-ball, this imagery just kind of came to mind. Imagine you've got a bucket of baseballs uh, with long strings attached to them. And on one end, they're attached to the baseball. And on the other end, they're just tied around your waist. Now, every time you use a specific example, you are throwing one of those balls to your ideal client. And when an example resonates with them, they now have something to tether to, and there is now a connection between you and them. And again, once there's a tether, now you can start to pull them closer and closer to hiring you. And so the more baseballs that you throw, the more that they catch, the more that you're using examples that resonate with them, And you're speaking to them at these different layers of what it means to be human. The more connection that there will be between you, the more that they will feel like you get them and the more leverage that you're going to have to bring them closer and closer to working with you. So in this example, right, that's where the entrepreneur is right now. They're working 50 hours, feeling guilty, missing their son's t-ball game. Now using those same layers, let's paint the picture of what his future could look like. So external actions. Imagine driving your son to his next t-ball game, and you're playing his favorite song on the radio and getting him pumped up. And you're thinking to yourself, I can't wait to see my little guy run to first base after a hit or catch a fly ball. The emotions that you might feel. You see that not every kid has a parent there in the bleachers at the game, and you just get overwhelmed with this deep well of gratitude that you can be present for these moments impact that it has on your life and you walk away that night an ordinary tuesday night with a memory that you're going to have forever that when your son goes to try out for the middle school or high school baseball team that you can share this memory with him and talk about that first time that he caught that fly ball or ran to first base and then speak to the identity the sense of self and you just have the sense of pride that you get to give your child something that you didn't always have growing up. Somebody in the stands present at every game, cheering for you. What a gift that is to your son and what a gift that is to yourself to be the kind of father, to be the kind of mother that you've always wanted to be. Right, And you could imagine after speaking to those different layers, those different levels, actions, what they're thinking, the emotions that they might be feeling, the impact it has in their life, And then what that means for their identity, their sense of self, and what they believe about themselves. You could imagine wrapping up a a post or an email or a video with saying something like, hey, if you never want to miss your kid's game, it's time to make some changes. And it's possible. I've helped dozens of other people reduce drastically the amount of hours that they work without sacrificing client impact, customer service, profitability, And so whether it's setting boundaries with clients or building automated processes to save yourself time or just teaching you how to operate from flow state, more often we will make sure that every parent on the baseball team knows to save you a spot in the bleachers. Come and work with me and let's make that happen. Now, maybe that's not exactly your story. Maybe it's not t-ball. Maybe it's a recital. Maybe it's not a five-year-old. Maybe it's a high schooler. Maybe you're not missing a game, but you're missing a debate. Or maybe you're not even a parent, but you want to be. And the thought of missing a moment like that with your future child makes you emotional. That kind of marketing will resonate with the deepest parts of your ideal clients. That's the power of connecting with where your ideal clients are now, painting the picture of where they want to be, and then positioning your services as a sturdy and trustworthy bridge. It uses the power of story. It meets people in their humanity, right? They're not just robots who want a specific result. They're multifaceted human beings with a complex web of thoughts and emotions and identity statements, things they want to believe about themselves, things that they are currently believing about themselves. Connect with them at all of these levels. Some people, you know, think about the example we walked through. Some people might not even realize that they've been telling themselves they're not a good parent because they missed their son's t-ball game. So maybe they don't tether to that example right away, but they can for sure tether to the fact that they missed the game, the external observable behavior. But your marketing drawing the connection between those two might have just created a new awareness for them that changes the trajectory of their life. And so do you see how that's so much more powerful than saying, hey, I'm a business coach, come meet with me every week and I'll help you grow your business or Hey, I can help you work fewer hours. You want to ask yourself, who cares? Why does somebody care about growing their business? Why does somebody care about losing weight? Why does somebody care about being healthy or working fewer hours? So last episode, you identified the two to three key results that your ideal clients want and deeply value and are willing to pay for. Dig deeper on those. Why do they care about those things? And by the way, this works whether you are marketing specifically just to individual people, or if you're marketing into and selling into organizations and large companies or churches, because at the end of the day, who's running those organizations, who's making decisions in those companies, it's human beings, right? And so you want to be able to speak to the different layers and different levels of what it means to be a human. If you're listening to this and you're newer and earlier on in your business and you're still working towards the point where your business is consistently covering your living expenses, if this stuff is opening up doors in your mind and this is new to you or this is stuff that you haven't started to apply yet in your marketing, definitely stay tuned. In the coming weeks here on the podcast, on Instagram, my email list, I'll be announcing a new way to work with me that's coming up in a couple of months that one of the primary skill sets that we will work on developing and honing is to help you fine tune your marketing and get you to that milestone of being able to pay your bills and support your family with your business. And so if that's you, just stay tuned. There's going to be a lot more details coming. Now, before I wrap up this episode, I want to give you two quick and simple tools to help you do this work and apply what we're talking about today. The first one I'll call it a day in the life of your ideal client. And the second one is called five whys. So first, a day in the life. This is exactly what it sounds like. I want you to picture your ideal client. Maybe you have somebody specific that you literally know in real life that fits the description of a person you would love to work with. From the time that they wake up to the time that they lay their head on the pillow to sleep, write out all of the tiny details of what you think their day looks like get as imaginative and as detailed as you can like when they step out of bed onto the floor for the first time in the morning is it cold or is it warm what about when they get to their desk where they work is it messy or is it neat what's the lighting like think about these tiny details and just journal and log out what do you think their day might look like and then go back through and think about what is relevant to the services that you offer If you were a health coach, think about any touch point that they have where they think about food or interact with food or exercise. When they open the fridge, what do they see? What do they think? What do they feel? If you're a financial advisor, what happens every time your ideal client logs into their online banking account, right? What's the internal monologue that gets triggered? Think about the details. Think about the end results that they would actually want, what they want their day to look like, and then look for examples of things that they're experiencing now that they want to be different. And if you take the time to do this right, you're going to have plenty of tangible examples to bring into your marketing that your audience can tether to. Now, the second tool, five whys, which again is exactly what it sounds like. Um, This is where you ask the question why at least five times. Five is a rule of thumb. And so basically you continue to ask why until you no longer get helpful answers from the question, I first came across this technique in corporate when, whenever we were truly trying to understand the root of a problem that we wanted to solve. And this was actually created by the inventor and founder of Toyota Industries, Sakichi Toyota. And so let's walk through a quick example. Let's say your ideal client is somebody who wants to lose weight. Why do they want to lose weight? Maybe you come up with the answer they want to fit into their genes from five years ago. Okay. Why do they want to fit into their genes from five years ago? Well, they want to feel young again. Why do they want to feel young again? They want to have more energy and vibrancy in their life. Well, why do they want that? Maybe they want to be able to play with their kids without getting tired into their teens. Well, why is that important to them? Because they want to be the most loving and present parent that they can be, right? And so you can see, continue to ask yourself when you have a result identified like the results that your ideal clients want, ask yourself, why do they want that? And keep drilling down deeper and deeper and deeper. And this will get you to a really, really robust sense of why they want what they want, what are the different things that they want, and then how you can connect your marketing to what they want at a number of the different layers that we had talked about today. So with that, let's wrap up this conversation around marketing. Again, people don't want to buy your services, they want a specific result, they want the whole, not the drill. And even deeper than that, they want to feel a certain way, they want to believe certain things about themselves, they want a certain impact to their experiences of life, and so when you market your services, sell what people actually want. Go beyond the surface, meet them at all the layers, give them so many examples to tether to, show them that you understand their present reality, paint the picture of the future that they want, and then position yourself, your services as the bridge and invite them to walk across. That's what I've got for you today. If you aren't connected with me on Instagram, you're missing out. There are tons of things that don't make it into the podcast episodes, just that I'm sharing in between coaching sessions with clients, um, and just things that are gonna help you in your journey of following Jesus and your journey of running and growing your business. And so in particular, my Instagram stories, um, so actually, even if you already follow me but aren't hanging out with me in Instagram stories, I'm constantly sharing concepts and ideas that are gonna help you throughout the week. And so connect with me on Instagram, head to my stories, connect with me there. Uh, I've got it linked to my Instagram profile in the show notes or just search Kieran Lenahan or Kieran Lenahan Coaching on Instagram and Connect. Would love to see you there. I hope you have a great rest of your week. I will talk to you next time on the Renew Your Mind podcast for faith-driven entrepreneurs.